Hello, Cryptonauts. Today is August 5th, 2020. On today's episode of Cryptocurrency Chat, we're going to talk about your top 10 daily stats as well as the crypto news of the day. I am your host, Blockchain John. Alright Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder we do have a Discord app available for Cryptocurrency Chat in which I will leave a link in the description below. If you want to collaborate on my podcast you can reach out to me through that same Discord app or through the Anchor app. With that said, let's go ahead and get started with your top 10 coins by market cap. Starting off with Bitcoin settling at $11,971.41 for a 2.7% gain. Second place, we have Ethereum settling at $396.01 for a 0.6% gain. And in third place, we have XRP Ripple settling at $0.29 for a 2.9% gain. And in fourth place, we have USDT Tether settling at $0.99 for a 0.1% gain. So it must have went down earlier in the day and back up. Let's see, 5th place, Bitcoin Cash settling at $305.84 for a 0.3% gain. And in 6th place, we have Chainlink settling at $13.57 for a whopping 8.5% gain. And in 7th place, we have Cardano settling at $0.14 for a 2.9% loss. And in 8th place, we have Bitcoin SV, Satoshi's Vision, settling at $225.78 for a 0.1% loss. And in ninth place, we have Litecoin, settling at $58.07 for a 0.8% gain. And in 10th place, we have Binance Coin, settling at $22.65 for a 0.3% gain. All right, Cryptonauts. Overall, if you bought cryptos last week, you made some good profit this week. So, like I always say, hodl on, hodl, hodl, hodl on. So that's your top 10 cryptos of the day. Your coin market cap is at $370.7 billion. Alright, let's get to your news. Alright, Cryptonauts, as a friendly reminder, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. With that said, don't forget to collect your daily candies from CoinGecko. With that said, first news coming in from Sharyuwa Malwa. China's digital yuan is looking to bite into Alibaba dominance. Oh, by the way, I'm only going to read like a few sentences from each article because today we have a massive amount of articles. Crazy, crazy. It's like these people write nonstop. All right, so what was it again? It was China's digital yuan is looking to bite into Alibaba's dominance. According to a Financial Times report Tuesday, a digital yuan will cut the outside roles held by Alibaba, Tencent, and others in China's financial economy. People familiar with the thinking of China's central bank, the people of China, said it intends to simplify digital payments and interbank settlements in the country while increasing usage. Hmm. However, report... Nope, let me back up. Hmm. 
They want a more level playing field for banks. Alibaba and Tencent so dominant, and Tencent so dominant retail payments, while banks are less active in electronic payments, said a senior official at Hong Kong Monetary Authority. But suppressing local players is not all. The official said China's digital currency is also aiming for the USD's dominance in global markets. Next news written by Daniel Phillips. Is Bitcoin halal? Whether or not Bitcoin is halal has been a point of contention for many Muslims, as well as several Islamic banks and financial authorities in recent years. This has left many Muslims worried about investing in cryptocurrencies, particularly during times of extreme growth, since they couldn't be sure whether the appreciation of their investment would be considered haram, forbidden, oops, excuse me, or halal, permissible under Islamic law. With around 1.9 billion Muslims in the world, equivalent to almost a quarter of the world's population, a clear consensus of the Islamic view of Bitcoin could be a major boon for adoption. Bitcoin is mostly halal, says scholar. According to Islamic law, there is a number of criteria that individuals must adhere to in order to ensure their investments or or other income is considered halal. For one, income attained through unethical or exploitative means such as bribery, extortion, or profiteering is considered haram. It would be challenging to argue that simply Bitcoin as a standard payment method would violate this tenet. Hmm. I want to read the... I want to... Hmm... I want to read this whole thing. It's really long, but I don't quite have the time for that. So, next news written by Liam Frost. Ledger exploit makes you spend Bitcoin instead of altcoins. An exploit in Ledger's crypto wallet, crypto's hardware wallet, could allow malicious actors to steal Bitcoin, according to a report published by liquidity developer Mohammed Nakbeh on Tuesday. The attack works by the bad actor creating a transaction that would look like an altcoin payment when it actually takes Bitcoin out of the wallet instead. An attacker can exploit this method to transfer Bitcoin while the user is under the impression that a transaction of another, less valuable altcoin, Litecoin, uh, Testnet, Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, etc. is being executed, wrote Nokebe. This is worrying because the user thinks that they're handling out they're handing out 0.01 of altcoin which could be far less valuable than 0.01 bitcoin for instance that is true how does the exploit work nakbeh explained that while ledger's hardware wallets support several cryptocurrencies via specialized applications for each only one of them could be active at one time but it turns out that external apps can gain access to data even from Currently locked cryptos. It was discovered that Bitcoin and Bitcoin forks the dis- devices expose its sick function for any of the assets. In other words, having unlocked the Litecoin app, you will receive a confirmation request for a Bitcoin transfer while the interface presents presents it as a transfer of Litecoin to a Litecoin address. Okay. Alright, just be careful. 
Basically, in other words, just be careful using the ledger. Uh, next news written by Sharyuwa Malwa. Bitcoin gets its moment as U.S. Fed considers inflation raise. The U.S. Federal Reserve will soon be drafting a policy outline that favors low interest rates and higher inflation as it pursues a return to pre-pandemic levels of economic activity. People with knowledge of the matter told CNBC on Tuesday, past statements on an average inflation target above 2% annually would be both tolerated and desired. However, these came with various economic outcomes and for Bitcoin is a positive one. How will this affect Bitcoin? For starters, the current level of inflation are already enough for many Bitcoin investors. Okay. Uh, in contrast to the US dollar, Bitcoin has a fixed inflation rate that decreases over time as it tends trends towards zero inflation. So many Bitcoins not so maybe Bitcoin's not the answer yet. Uh, next news written by Adriana Hamacher. Dark web drugs vendors charged with trafficking 270 million dollars in Bitcoin. An American dark web investor, uh, correction, an American dark web vendor and a Costa Rican pharmacist has been charged with trafficking illegal drugs worth around $270 million in Bitcoin. The duo was indicted by a federal grand jury in the District of Columbia on Tuesday, according to reports by U.S. Department of Justice. The report emphasized the efforts that law enforcement agencies are making to target illegal dark web transactions involving virtual currencies. A total of seven charges were made against Pate and Hu. They include conspiring to distribute controlled substance, sub, substances, distribution of controlled substance, substance, stubs, substances, conspiring to import controlled substances, sub, substances, substances, con, uh, conspiring to launder, launder money and laundering the monetary instruments. These charges are a warning to drug traffickers worldwide that neither the shroud or the dark net of the virtual currency can hide their illegal activities from the vigilance of U.S. law enforcement, said acting U.S. Attorney Michael Sherwin for the District of Columbia. Bum, bum, bum. Next news, written by Liam Frost. Nexo token holders to receive $6.1 million in dividends. Nexo, a regulated digital assets-backed loan provider, will pay out over $6.1 million in dividends to Nexo token holders on August 15th, according to a press release. The payout marks a 154.32% increase out on the dividend distributed in 2019 and comes against the backdrop of financial volatility and uncertainty spurred by the COVID-19 pandemic, the company said. Nexo is a centralized company that offers interest to those who want to lend their crypto as opposed to decentralized finance applications that do do so without a third party, but with greater risk. The company distributes 30% of its net profits to those that hold and are staking Nexo's native token. What is it? Eponymous? Eponymous? Eponymous token. That's an that's a unusual word. I never heard that before. Uh, let's see. August 15th, the company paid out just over $2.4 million in dividends distributed proportionally to eligible Nexo token holders and based on a net profit of $8 million for the first two quarters of 2019. Okay, although if DeFi hacks keep occurring, the future might not be so close. Next news, written by Will Heisman. Blatant 
bug led to $370,000 DeFi hacks as expert. What? Attackers raided the decentralized finance protocol Open, O-P-Y-N, yesterday, making off with over 370000 USDC. What? Open, which deals primarily with options for ETH, was subject to a double spend attack. What? At the time of this post, we found 371,260 USDC that has been stolen from the contracts. Reads Open's post, postmortem. Ouch! The Open hack as it happened. After becoming aware of this issue Tuesday afternoon, the Open team kicked into action, siphoning liquidity from decentralized exchange Uniswap to pre prevent further problems. Uh huh. Uh huh. Open's exploit marks the sixth DeFi hack this year. And with security experts anticipating more to come, DeFi's narr uh, narrative as a new financial frontier may be akin to the Wild West. Next news, written by Robert Stevens. Coinbase adds support for uncensorable crypto web domains. San Francisco crypto exchange Coinbase has partnered with Unstoppable Domains, a decentralized domain name registrar that mints uncensorable .crypto web domains. These domains now, these domains names are now supported by Coinbase's wallet. Within Coinbase wallet, users can buy and sell .crypto domains as well as pay other, others, other users. I didn't know that. Um, this means that instead of sending a payment to a user with a long cryptographic address, Coinbase wallet lets you send payments to, for instance, decrypt.crypto. Really? So I can put. Um, cryptocurrency chat dot crypto. Hmm. Mm, interesting. On top of that, dot crypto domains will allow you to host decentralized websites. Cool. I uh, um, IPFS. Okay. But what's the catch? You gotta pay, right? You gotta pay. Unstoppable. Wait. Hold on. What? Though the idea idea may seem novel in broader tech world, human readable crypto addresses and blockchain web domains aren't new. The Ethereum name system ENS sells.eth domains and Zilliqa. Okay, uh huh. I know it costs my unstoppable is better with several other cryptocurrencies products, Huobi wallet, and my Ether wallet. Its domains are native and supported by the Opera browser, and the company recently partnered with Gemini Custody, the custody arm of the Winklevoss crypto empire. Bum bum bum. I'm sure it costs money. Next news written by Jason Nelson. Ethereal sessions focus on Ethereum based, based gaming. Gamers, this one's for you. Thursday night's Ethereal session focused on non fungible tokens, NFT, and Ethereum based decentralized gaming. The free events kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with virtual discussions among Alex Connolly, CTO of Immutable, creator of Gods Unchained, Margette, Marge, Margaret de, Corle, hmm, de Corsele, CEO of Blockade Games, and Nicola Julia, co-founder and super of Super Rare. This session is sponsored by Gods Unchained, Immutable, Gitcoin, Super Rare, and Consensus, which funds Decrypt. What? Okay, so what's this about? Let's see. Ether Real Sessions. Ether Real Sessions is 
in every few weekly series of virtual events that brings together builders and others interested in decentralized features. The goal is to examine how decentralized technology impacts people li people's lives around the world. These sessions are recorded and available for playback. What? Alright, check it out. <clears throat> no registration is required. For more information, go to etherealsummit.com. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you. Next news written by Jose Antonio Lance. Ethereum hits $400 again amid crypto market rally. Ethereum bulls will not be deterred and traders are making crypto exciting again. The largest altcoin by market capitalization today broke past the $400 per coin mark going as high as $402 on the past of $400 per coin mark going as high Am I reading that again? Aside from a brief trip of over $400 over the weekend, <clears throat> Ethereum has not seen prices this high since August 2018. Since then, a bearish market had drowned ETH below $100, losing among 90% of its value by the end of 2018. But ETH has turned things around in 2020 and has been performing well since mid-March of this year. Following the epic Black Thursday market crash across markets, Ethereum has been accelerating upwards ever since. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Another reason for Ethereum hodlers to be so optimistic could be the upcoming ETH2 upgrade to the network. With Ethereum 2.0, the blockchain is expected to be more efficient and able to support a flourishing DeFi market that is currently pushing transactions on the network to the brink. Maybe the 10% of ETH investors currently not profiting should consider holding out a little longer. Mm. Uh -huh. Next news written by Robert Stevens. Telegram CEO US government's battle with TikTok may kill the internet. What? The CEO of Telegram, the chat app with more than 400 million users today slammed the US government for its threats to block the social media app TikTok, arguing that it could kill the internet. He didn't know a thing or two about US government and interventions. Regulators recently thwarted his company's billion dollar cryptocurrencies play the telegram open network pavel durov the russian billionaire ceo who is also known for creating russia's facebook doppelganger v v contacting v contact v contacting said that the u.s government's threat to block tiktok are setting a dangerous precedent that may eventually kill the internet as a truly global network or what is left of it. President Donald Trump has threatened to ban TikTok, a social media network with 800 million users, after branding it a national security threat due to its links of the Chinese Communist Party. The apps harvest mountains of data about its users and its parent company, ByteDance, is forced to comply with data requests from the CCP. What? Let's see, go on down. Durov said that he is proud that Telegram has always declined offers to sell our operations in specific countries, which countries threaten them with bans. My response to those who op my response to those offers has been along the lines of my 2011 middle finger photo to the Russian government, which had requested that V V contacte hand over data about Ukrainian protesters. We are not in the business of betraying our users. Applaud. I applaud you, sir. I applaud you. And that was 
Who was that? That was tick. No, that wasn't TikTok. That was Telegram. Okay, next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Bitcoin in gold out among young young investors claims J.P. Morgan. Old versus new, physical versus digital, these are well-established differences in the debate over whether gold or Bitcoin is a better store of value. Given that, it's not too much of a surprise that the age of investors may also be driving investment strategies right now. According to the new J.P. Morgan Chase & Company report released, released this week and cited by Bloomberg, investors on the whole are looking to alternative assets during the pandemic and the economic uncertainty that has ensued. Hmm. Hmm. Bitcoin isn't anywhere near the all-time highs of $19,665 set in 2017, but it has effectively tripled to low prices around $3,900 seen during the Black Thursday stock market crash in March amidst the growing COVID-19 threat in the West. As of this writing, Bitcoin is sitting around $11,700 and is up 28% in the last 30 days. Nearly all of the top cryptocurrencies have seen dramatic gains, games, dramatic gains or games in recent weeks. With Ethereum hovering around $400, a 30-day pump of 74%. Okay, next news written by Jose Antonio Lance. Bitcoin heads for $12,000 as gold reaches $2,000 milestone. What? The price of gold continues to rise as the coronavirus-induced financial crisis deepens. The government governments fail to stop fall. Bitcoin, not to be denied, isn't falling far behind. Today, the precious metal broke the $2,000 per ounce price point, a milestone that months ago some traders would have considered extremely difficult, if not impossible. In the end, well, hold on, um, and Bitcoin is performing very well for investors at the moment. The cryptocurrency finally broke above $10,000 per coin barrier at the end of July, a barrier that proved elusive for much of the year so far. And Although the coronavirus pandemic similarly wrecks havoc on the crypto markets in March, it's been sharp growth for Bitcoin ever since. It is currently trading for the right around $11,700, coming tantalizing close to breaching $12,000 per coin. In the end, Bitcoin or gold could come down to a matter of preference or accessibility. And there appears to be an age gap at play. According to a report today from JP Morgan Chase and Company, young investors are turning to Bitcoin while the older ones are sticking with its analog counterpart. Next news. Oh no. Was that it? Uh, give me a second. I think we. I'm sure there's more news. Stand by. Alright, I knew there was extra news there. I knew there was. Um, okay, next news written by Alexander Beckrens. Hacker nets over $5 million in Ethereum Classic 51% attack. The recent Ethereum Classic 51% attack was far from an innocent mistake with some initially suspected netting the attack of more than $5 million in stolen funds. What's more, the hacker only spent $200,000 to do it. Oh man, that's still a lot of money, I mean. But then again, I guess the payout's even better. BitQuery 
A blockchain data intelligence firm released an uh, analysis today breaking down the steps the attacker took to pull off the 51% attack against the Ethereum Classic blockchain over the weekend. Those steps reveal careful planning and an intimate knowledge of the Ethereum Classic blockchain architecture allowing the multi-million dollar exploit to be completed without immediately alerting blockchain watchers and requiring several days to be uncovered. In essence, the hacker sent ETH from, a, from an exchange to his own wallet, then back to the exchange in the original ETC blockchain, using more than 51% of available ETC hash power. The attackers then mined thousands of blocks, some containing transactions sending ETC to other wallets he also controlled instead of back to the exchange. Finally, the attackers broadcast his malicious blocks causing a reorganization of the blocks that replaced real blocks with those created by the attacker. The, the hacker spent more than 12 hours sending ETC to the exchange to be sold or converted into other currency. After the offending blocks were reorganized into the ETC blocks, the ledger showed that those transactions sending ETC from the wallets back to the exchange never happened. Instead, remaining in the hacker's possession, the double spend exploit are the reason 51% attacks can be so catastrophic for blockchains that are meant to be so immutable. Yeah. Yep. So it finally happened, huh? Any 51% attack is a troubling sign for the cryptocurrency industry, but the public nature of distributed ledgers and meticulous sleuthing by blockchain watchers may offer hope that exploits will rarely go undiscovered for long. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Next news written by The Defiant. SET Protocol wants to make yield farming cheaper. SET will deploy yield farming strategies designed by SET Labs teams and by the community. Yield farming has taken DeFi by storms with traders pouring over hundreds of millions of dollars worth of digital assets into the platform in exchange for token rewards. But these strategies can take many steps to to execute and skyrocketing Ethereum gas costs make it prohib prohibitively expensive for those investing smaller amounts. While token sets have previously supported Compound's interest earning C token in V1, users can now benefit from yield farming by earning and distributing governance tokens like Comp, BAL, CRV, and more from various strategies which use underlying DeFi protocols. Lower cost, fewer steps. Users will only need to pay for the Ethereum gas fee when entering or exiting a strategy. Okay, more V2 upgrades. Set protocols V2 will also include support for a larger array of ERC20 tokens. Only ETH, WBTC, Link, and a couple of stablecoins were supported in V1. Okay, mm -hmm. in the midst of yield farming craziness, Demand for sets, set it and forget it, asset management platform has slightly slumped. These upgrades may help them help give the platform a boost. <clears throat> Next news written by Andrew Hayward. Billion dollar software firm MicroStrategy eyes big Bitcoin buying. Not only are individuals individual investors flocking to Bitcoin as a store of value during a time of economic uncertainty, 
but so too are the companies and a rather large and publicly traded one just signaled that a potentially massive Bitcoin buy could be in its future. We will seek to invest another $250 million over the next 12 months in one or more alternative investments or such assets which may include stocks, bonds, commodities and such as gold digital assets such as Bitcoin or other types said MicroStrategy President and the CEO Fong Li Le according to a transcript from The Motley Fool. Despite categorizing the firm's second quarter results as merely solid, nothing the continued impact of the global COVID-19 pandemic, the 31-year-old company which trades under MSTR on NASDAQ is apparently in a good position to be spending some money. MicroStrategy didn't elaborate further on the opportunity for Bitcoin versus more traditional store value. Still, the fact that they are a publicly traded company has stated interest in investing in cryptocurrencies as opposed to holding fiat currency could signal to other companies that Bitcoin can be a reasonable and potentially very profitable option to hold on a large scale. Next news written by Matthew DeSalvo. Japan has no plans to deregulate Bitcoin trading, says FSA chief. The new head of Japan's financial watchdog today said that there should be more focus on central banks' digital currencies, CBDCs, rather than the promotion of cryptocurrencies not pegged to fiat, such as Bitcoin. Ryuzo Himinu, who is appointed to the new commissioner of Japan's financial services agency, FSA, last month said deregulation of digital assets like Bitcoin may not help technical innovations in a Wednesday interview with Reuters. The new chief financial regulator added that Japan should be a ready to issue CBDC and continues to research as the coronavirus pandemic could lead to a cashless society. Himinu last year chaired the G20 debate on regulating cryptocurrencies. Japan is one of the many countries around the world racing towards creating a digital version of the national currency controlled by a central bank. According to the Bank of International Settlements, more than 80% of the central banks around the world who around the world are also working on or at least researching CBDCs which are thought to be sped up financial transactions and be possible cash replacements. What? It, seriously, that's so crazy. That's so crazy to hear because I just like a, a year, year or two ago, it's like nobody believed it. Nobody believed that, uh, that, this, that this was going to happen and now it's happening. And still, even after you tell them, they don't believe it. <sighs> Next news. Written by Robert Stevens. Men behind $100 million illegal ICO disappeared into the fog. What? The co-founder of Status Network, whom angrily investor, who angry investors allege misled them into a $100 million ICO, are nowhere to be found. Counsel from firms Selendi and Gabe PP, PLLC and Roche Krilunknik Friedman LLP filed a letter to the New York court on Monday saying that they had undertaken exhaustive efforts to find Jared Hope and Carl Bennett, co-founder of, of Status, a software development company that built Web3 apps, including a decentralized chat app and web browser. What? Let's see here. What's going on? Their exact whereabouts, however, are known. The investors' council spent a significant resource, significant resources, 
fruit fruitlessly clicking around social media sites, post blogs, corporate records, and government registries to find them. They wrote in letters to the court. They even hired a private investigator to track them down. Notwithstanding these diligent efforts, plaintiffs had been unable to discern an address for either individual's individual defendant. The investors can't even work out where status is. The company is registered to Zug, Switzerland. But they're unsure whether statuses address for service a process in Zug, Switzerland, host are host any physical office space or employees, or whether it is simply a corporate mailing address. Also retweeted by Hope, a spokesperson for status declined a spokes a spokesman for status declined to comment on the matter to decrypt. The spokesman declined to say whether he had himself spoken to the co-founders. Hmm. Wow. All right, next news. Actually, that is all our news for the day. Finally, yes, we did it. All right, Cryptonauts, make sure you are washing your hands, washing your feet, and washing your face, and washing your mouth, and washing everything, making sure you are wearing your mask and practicing social distancing by staying six feet and, and further apart. Stay, like, very far apart. Um, and stay quarantined if you can and only go out for such things. You know, it's so easy nowadays because you can just literally order things online now. You know, everything's delivered. You want food? Delivered. You want some uh, clothing? Delivered. You need some electronics? Delivered. Everything can be delivered to you. We're, we're in a very convenient society now. Um, so there's no reason to really go out. I mean, other than to get fresh air, which I do recommend. Like, for example, today I actually ran five miles. So... Get some fresh air. Definitely enjoy the outdoors. Um, go up in the hills. Enjoy nature. Uh, what that said, Cryptonauts. Hmm, what else am I forgetting? Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. You definitely wash your hands and all that good stuff because because COVID is out there. It's it's coming for you. You got to be careful. Be very careful. Don't let the bed bugs bite. Don't let the COVIDs bite. <laughs> With that said, Cryptonauts, I will catch you all on the next one. Adios. Adios.